Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. It's good, big good morning to Max. Hello, Max. Hello, Terry. Happy New Year. Same to you. I don't know if you could hear that that was Taylor Swift. Tell me why. Is that a good Taylor Swift song? It's not up there on my high road. <laughs> it, is, it is a banger. It's certified, certified banger. You need to give me a list of your favourites because I'm a little bit in the dark. I really probably only know the most popular ones. I need to improve my Taylor Swift education. I, I can definitely help you. <laughs> I, I thought you would be able to. So it's, uh, you know, um, mid-January, but things seem to be back to being as busy as usual. And I see in the paper today there's a lot of crime stories. There is. There's been a lot of, of court and crime and police and, you know, some, some tragic accidents on the road that have happened the last couple of weeks, um, which has been yeah, quite sad. Um, yeah, started off the year with a couple of tragedies. Yeah, absolutely. The, the quadruple fatal with, with four dead up at Pine Lodge. Um, for anyone that, that missed that one, was was tragic. With you know, a lot, you know the, the four of them visiting from overseas, but still, you know, pretty pretty hairy crime, um, yeah. hairy scene up there. Absolutely, gosh, that doesn't happen too often, thankfully. Talk, um, sort of just zeroing on in on this week. What are the big uh, stories? I mean, obviously, I've been looking at the paper every day, but from your point of view. What are the most important stories this week? Um, the the one that really stood out to me this week was a um, a man being charged with attempted murder after an incident at Murchison North where he rammed a woman's car at 100 kilometres an hour, um, which was pretty intense and pretty full on. So he's facing a whole bunch of charges, but the big one was attempted murder. And then there was some attempted kidnapping, some stalking, um, assault and a few other bits and bobs in there where, you know, he'd, he'd rammed her car and then some bystanders had stopped. They conducted a citizen's arrest, apparently, um, according to the police in court and, you know, kind of held him down until the police arrived, uh, which is, you know, they've, they've been praised for their work and, um, you know, all, all of them ended up in hospital after the incident, but it was pretty full on. Well, no doubt, no doubt be hearing more about that as it goes through the courts. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll be following that one along. And then yesterday there was uh, nearly 300 cannabis plants stolen or seized, rather, by police um, near Shepparton, just out of Grahamvale, um, which is you know a decent whack of, uh, of cannabis plants for, for police to find across yeah. five rooms. Rooms and rooms. No doubt uh, some neighbour was smelling something suspicious. They must have been. They must have been. And then we'll, we'll do, just do the one more haughty, crimey story, because there's plenty more, um, but there was a um, a woman who was in court for stealing $137,000 from her employer um, and got jailed for six months. Um, yeah, that employer might need some um, better um, systems in place. <laughs> yes, you'd think so, because that's, that's not a small amount of, you know, sliding out a, a couple of bills from the... No. From the cash register at the end of the day, that's um, that's pretty comprehensive, so... Um, yeah, she's been jailed for six months um, mm. on the back of that, which I don't think she expected. She, um, yeah, she collapsed at, at court as the sentence was being read out. Um, Wasn't expecting a custodial sentence. No, evidently not. Right. So, well, you never know, do you? 
No. Um, good news story, though, Terry. Um, there have been some businesses over in Maroopna that have been shut since the floods. That was in today's paper. Um, and they're ready to reopen. Um, I you know, saw they, that. So the, um, the Mackayzak Road, um, a couple of takeaway shops along there have been shut pretty much since the floods. So like three, um, three four months. You have to wonder how yeah. these businesses can survive. Well, they, some of them were saying that they barely have, and you know, if it had gone on for another couple of weeks, they, they wouldn't have, they'd have had to have folded. Um, so it's, yeah, it's great to see that they're back open, and, and well, they're going to open in the next week or so. Um, but yeah, it's sort of a, a good news story and a feel good story that, you know, they, they've managed to come together, they've managed to do it, and yeah, just the, just shows how, how devastating the floods were and how long the impact has been for some people that they just haven't, haven't been able to open. So for, for residents in Maroopa who are, you know, head down there pretty regularly, that will be very exciting news for them. Yeah, I, I saw that one of them was saying, oh, you know, she, she's concerned about customers coming back. I think these people will be overwhelmed because people will just want to support them. Uh, that's what I'm imagining yeah. or hoping will happen. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would be hoping the same thing, that, you know, the first night they announce they're open, they will just be, you know, be swamped um, in, in a good way this time. Yes, um, maybe use a different word, Max. Yes, maybe maybe should be using a different word, but um, yeah, the, hopefully all the smiling faces down in Maroopna. We wish those businesses all the best, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, speaking of being swamped in Maroopna, um, long-serving Dr John McKellar uh, got in touch this week after the rain on Tuesday night, and um, his backyard was covered in frogs. And we're like, oh, that's it. Max, I'm so glad you raised that because it's not just Marupna. It's not just Marupna. Kyala West, we have had um, issues probably going, and it's not just me, I've checked with my neighbours. We've had issues going back probably three, four weeks. Every single day we have to go out and and, um, basically defrog the pool. And defrog, what a word. Yeah, I just made that up. And we found, we, we Googled it and we found that spraying uh, vinegar around the pool does um, help a bit. But the first time it happened, oh my God, it was carnage. There were hundreds. Yeah, well, yeah, John's backyard was covered in them. And yeah, I've, I've heard stories of, of long-time Shepparton residents who were saying, you know, 70s and 80s, there'd be a rainstorm and suddenly the causeway was covered in frogs and you couldn't walk across it without squishing one. Um so it's certainly a bit less than that now, but still just insane how many frogs there were in his backyard, and it sounds like in your backyard as well. And I'd be well, I, I don't see, I don't notice them wide. any, I don't notice them anywhere else but in the pool. Interestingly, interesting. Hmm. Uh, presume you, you think you're not far from a, a, a big river that's mm. got plenty of water in it, and John kind of you know very very close, a stone's throw from the river. I think we river. need a scientist to to comment on this phenomenon phenomena. Um, because it is presumably a as a result of the floods that there is perhaps a population boom. I don't know. Is that it, or is it just this this time of the year in a good season? I'd like to know more. Mm. No, I'm I'm the furthest thing from a frog scientist, so I can hardly give you any advice. I would say I'm probably far from a frog scientist as well. But uh, they obviously go to the pool because they, you know, they're attracted to water, and then sadly they can't get back out. Sometimes we can save a few, but obviously chlorine is not good for frogs. 
No, not at all. Maybe we need to you know, start installing frog ladders or frog steps. Yeah, we have thought about out. something like that. But I must say, taking the dead frogs out of my pool has been a real boon for the chickens. Oh. <laughs> they love them. Out of it. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, we definitely... That, that, that story I would like to see further investigation on because it's definitely happening all around the place. Okay, well, we'll set some people on it and see what we can find. Mm, I'd like um, to, yeah, I look forward to hearing more. Anything else uh, that really uh, you want to highlight from this week, Max? Um, so on the back page of today's paper, we had a, a ripping snap of Xavier Russell, um, who's a um, you know about to turn 21 and has just been given a very nice 21st birthday present by being put on top of the junior shooting rankings. Um, worldwide, so he um, does shoot, you know, clay target shooting, um, and has been overseas to represent Australia a bunch of times. He went to Italy last year. He's about to go to Dubai. Um, was in Thailand in November. Um, you know, won a number of, of events over there. So James Clayman had a, a really, really cool chat with him about, you know, what it's like and where he's going and and how he's feeling about the, you know, the situation of you know suddenly being the, the best in the world at, at this. Yeah, I'm wondering um, uh, about his background. Uh, what led what led to that? Maybe he's got family shooters, you know, shooters in the family, or yeah, he's, he's had a really nice little chat about, um, you know, his grandfather did shooting and took him out, and he, he never really, um, never really vibed with cricket and footy and and you know soccer and all of those sports. He he kind of went, oh no, I, I'm going to do this. This is this is really fun. So just kind of kept doing that, which is. Um, yeah, it's a really good read. So if you, you need a copy of the paper or can pick one up, I'd certainly recommend um, doing that or, or grabbing it online as well. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good read from James. Always great to celebrate the uh, sporting talents of our young people. Absolutely. And um, in the same vein as the Maroogba shops opening up, uh, Sheppey United is back at Princess Park playing, you know, training. Um, Cricket, Yes which is fantastic after Princess Park was very underwater for quite some time during the floods. Um, so they've, they've finally been able to stop the, the sharing arrangement they've had with Central Park with the training and training on different nights than usual. So they're now back and able to train at their home ground, which is great news. Yeah, we're just talking about um, some sense of normality returning after the floods now three, four months later. I'm wondering, yeah, what, what hasn't gone back to normal? Um, be interesting to know. I guess there's still people who are not in their homes. Mm, yeah, there's still quite a few people not in their homes and still a few other places that are still suffering from, from flood damage. So yeah, it's certainly, certainly not over. An ongoing story. Indeed. All right, Max. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning. We look forward to catching up with you or one of your colleagues at the Shepparton News very soon. You have a great day. And likewise, Terry. Thank you very much, Max. We've been talking to Max of the Shepparton News and it is 11 minutes to 8. The Shepparton Golf Club is regional golf's hidden gem right around your doorstep on the banks of the beautiful Goulburn River. With over a century of proud history, the Shepparton Golf Club features regularly in Australia's top 100 courses and is found in superb condition all year round. With first-class dining, entertainment and on-course accommodation, the Shepparton Golf Club provides its members and guests a prestige golfing, entertainment and dining experience that is rich in culture with a warm, welcoming country vibe. 
For more information on membership, restaurant and event calendar, visit shepherdandgolf.net.au and view our offering. Or call us anytime on 5821-2717. 1FM Sponsor. It's time to wake up to sleep at the 40 Winks Stock Take Sale and save up to 50% off store-wide. Save up to half price on leading brand mattresses, including Serta, King Cole Chiropractic, Sealy Posturepedic and Temper, as well as bedroom furniture, kids' beds and more. Don't miss the chance to get up to 50% off store-wide. But hurry, the 40 Winks Stock Take Sale is on for a limited time only. Sponsors 40 Winks, Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cat price commission rates. That's right, cat price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.